I was once blind, but now I see. Uh, some years ago, I was um, in Colorado climbing one of the 14,000 feet high mountains. And if you might remember from one of my other stories, I told you have to leave um, first thing in the morning, really early in the morning, because you've got to get off the peak by noon uh, to avoid the lightning strike. So I was heading to the trial head uh, at about uh, 3.30, 4 a.m. in the morning to get there in time. So it was in complete darkness. And unfortunately, my brother, who was meant to travel with me, wasn't able to go that morning for a conflict, a work or something. And he told me, he gave me some very explicit instructions to go to the trailhead. Now, I'd been here a, a number of times before. Um, so he had been there a number of times before. So he knew what he was talking about. But it seemed odd when I got there. So he said, look, Brennan, when you get there, the, the road's a good road. Um, but keep it going to go to the go past the first gate and the second gate just after the second gate there's a turnaround stop there don't go to the third or fourth gate so i thought i had that in mind so i'm driving it was a dark night and you know the beams in the middle of pitch black just right in front the road was perfect straight as an arrow and there was no, was no bumpy road. Normally the roads are really rough and you need all four wheels. So I, I get to the first gate, get past the second gate. I'm thinking, I wonder why he said that. Like, anyway, I get to like just past the second gate. There was this little turnaround about, about this width right here. And so I decide, all right, I'll turn around. He told me, turn the car around before you get up, as you come up, and turn around and make sure that, that your car is pointed downhill along the upside hill. Very, very strange of my brother to be that exact. So I said, okay, I'll do that. And so anyway, anyway, I do that, park the car, and I go hiking, go hiking up for the day. And it's a lovely trail for, past the second, the third gate, the fourth gate, there was a fifth gate. Lovely road all the way up. Anyway, make a long story short, we do the hike, come back down, and on the way back down, I get to the road, the fifth gate, and I realize why my brother had told me this. There was a thousand-foot cliff on this side and a thousand-foot cliff on this side. And this road, which is about the width of this aisleway, and that's all there was. I never was able to see that in the dark because I had my headlight on or the headlight of the car. It was only looking, and the road was perfect because it was straight. Yeah, it was straight along the edge of a cliff. <laughs> so here's, what it was, here's what's strange, is when I got into that car to drive downhill, there was chaos coming down because all the cars, all these people now trying to turn their car, knowing that there's an edge of a cliff right there, they couldn't turn it. They were terrified. I was terrified driving straight down. And it took me an hour to go down, but it only took me 10 minutes to go up because I was afraid I was going to go off the cliff. So why do I bring that up? It's because sometimes darkness can be your friend. Sometimes darkness can be your friend. You didn't see, I didn't see it, so I wasn't afraid of it. I only saw what was straight in front of me, which the light of my truck put on the road, which was the road straight ahead of me. I was safe, and that's all I needed to know. Darkness can be your friend. Now, why do I say that? It's because I think in our own lives, darkness often comes in our own life. Uh, we have sickness, uh, we have uh, ill health, or even death in our family, or, uh, or we have uh, things that happen in our situation, in our family, or extended family, or work, and, and it seems like the darkness crawls in to us and comes in, rolls in on us. 
And I would suggest that the light that we have in our heart, like what John the Cross says, that we walk in the midst of darkness with the light, only from the light on our heart, the light of faith in our heart, that shines the light on the step in front of us and no more. And it's the same sense of that I have enough light for just one step or two. And that's all I need, because I only need to walk one step at a time. And I think that's where, when in the middle of difficulties and darkness in our lives, the, the light of faith keeps us on the right path. The light of faith keeps us safe. The light of faith keeps us just enough light so that we can be where we need to be. Now, that is true, but it's not always easy. It's not always easy to hear that. It's certainly not always easy to live that. And in today's readings, we hear all about the darkness and the light. Uh, the letter, the second letter today we hear is all about the light of the, the darkness is, is the light of the world, is Christ and the darkness of the world. And then you've got this gospel, wonderful gospel, where John's gospel has got layers and layers so we can break it open multiple ways. But the, the irony of it is that those who are in darkness are those who can see. The one who who actually cannot see physically, actually sees Jesus for who he is, because he sees with his spiritual eyes. He sees with the light of his faith, of his heart, and it's enough to keep him safe. You see, I, I think what we've got to do is somehow um, realize that the gift of faith that is within us, the gift of faith that is inside of our heart that's been given to us, is, is the gift of light in the world. And Jesus was that light in the world, Jesus says in today's reading. He was the light of the world while he was in it. And while he's not, then you and I are the light of the world. You or I are called to be that light, to shine the light in front of us, but also to shine the light in the front of other people's pathway in the midst of their darkness. You see, sometimes that's what we're called to do. And, and there's enough light to shine on the path right in front of them. And that's all they need or we need. Now today we're going to be doing the, the, the second of the scrutinies, which is part of the, the journey to becoming Catholic. And that word scrutiny comes from the same root word as scavenger, actually, like dumpster diver. That's what kind of the actual word comes from. It's like, so what are you dumpster diving? What are we scrutinizing? We're coming to grab those, those valuable things in our faith. Uh, in the midst of all the other darkness, to grab that one piece of light out and to hold on to it. Because that's the light we seek for them, but also for ourselves. So what is it that, that helps us keep the faith? I, I, I hope that coming here is one part of it, but it must be more than just coming here. It must be more than receiving Jesus. It must be about becoming Christ to others that we become the light of the world for others. We become the body of Christ broken for others. That's what we promise to do when we come here. So today as we receive the Christ, the light of the world, we also promise to become the light of the world and realize that in the midst of darkness, the darkness can sometimes be our friend, but that the light inside of our hearts is enough to light up the way for all in the path.